What is up, guys? Welcome back to Uplift Fit Nutrition Radio. Today, we have a repeat guest who I know you guys have been already asking for to come back, and that is Michael McNeil. If you have not already listened to the podcast where we talked about CellCore products, definitely do that. This is not sponsored by CellCore whatsoever, but Michael is thebomb.com, and I'm so excited about our conversation today, and that is all about parasites. I know you guys ask me this all the time. My clients are like, oh, God, bring Michael back on. Let's talk about parasites. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. So, Michael, thank you for coming back on, and let's chat about (laughs) Thank you, Lacey. I appreciate that. I'm sure we're going to have fun talking about all the critters that can come out of us. It's going to be exciting. So much fun. So let's define a parasite, you guys. A parasite is an organism that lives in you or in a different host organism and takes its food from you. So it lives off of you, a.k.a. it is a child in your womb. It is when you are creating a child, basically. It's what I think of like um, when women are pregnant. I'm like, you have a parasite. Anyways, there's different types of parasites. We have, you know, three main types. So we have protozoa, which are single-celled organisms such as Giardia, amoebas, Blastocytus hominis. We have helaments, a.k.a. worms. And then we have ectoparasites, which are like insects, fleas, ticks, and mites. So let's talk about, and I'll let you get started, where do we get parasites? How the heck do we get parasites in the first place? Sure. So it's a common misconception that you have to be traveling overseas. You have to drink, you know, dirty water from a country with, you know, bad sanitation or, you know, it, there's this thought or concept, especially in, in North America, that, you know, we're super clean. And so that, you know, because we have this perception of cleanliness here in the States, we think, oh, well, we're never plagued by parasites. We don't have anything to worry about. And like the founder of CellCore says, Dr. Todd Watts, you know, if you have a pulse, you have a parasite. Well, why is that? Because a lot of times, even here in the States, our food is contaminated. And I don't care if you're a vegan, a vegetarian, a meat eater, parasites can live on plants. They can, you know, live on, you know, unwashed or untreated vegetables. They're definitely in meat. They're in fish. Fish tapeworms are super common. Pork tapeworms are extremely common. And so the reality is that we are actually consuming them and receiving them And there's also other ways of getting them, meaning if you have a partner and they have them and you guys are intimate, you can get them that way. And so there's just different ways of transference into our bodies. And the mystery of it is that they seed in. And just like you said, it's like growing a child. They start to host off of our bodies, robbing us of nutrition and basically setting up their environment to host themselves for their own beneficial terrain for as long-term survival as possible. So they're up in there stealing away our health. And I'm so glad you mentioned you don't have to go to a third world country in order to get a parasite. I've had so many clients come to me. We do the GI map, which is a PCR DNA based test. And we're able to test for the DNA and the presence of pathogens. And I see so many parasites. I see amoebas. I see blastocytis hominis so much. And frequently, you know, people get it from fecal, cam- fecal contamination Mm-hmm. A food or water. They get it from swimming pools. They get it from lakes. They get it from pets. Or you get it from simply, which is disgusting, touching a pre- touching something that maybe somebody had the presence of it and then getting it in your mouth. So there's so many different disgusting ways we can get parasites. But unfortunately, they're more common than we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think one of the you know most common ways that you just mentioned was pets. So, you know, Dr. Watts, I I just was at a conference listening to him and he was saying that there's a three to almost tenfold exposure rate to parasites when you have pets present because they host so easily. They also shed off eggs. So if they're not extremely clean, this is also, you know, just a PSA to, you know, when we get into parasite cleansing that, a lot of these things are safe for pets. And so, you know, we need to start treating our pets as long as, as well as treating ourselves so that 
you know, we're not just basically trying to dewarm ourselves and reinfect all the time. Ooh, that's going to be a conversation we're going to pause on, come back to how to treat ourselves, how to treat our pets. But let's talk about the symptoms of having a parasitic infection, because I don't want people thinking that they all have parasites and they're all causing you symptoms. Let's talk about the key symptoms with parasitic infections here. So I would say key symptoms would be digestive disorders. And it's my thought process that the longer that I've been in our space of, you know, integrative nutrition and the health and wellness world that a lot of issues with the gut, a lot of colitis and IBS and a lot of these inflammatory bowel, you know, centric issues are actually an overgrowth of candida coupled with parasites that are seeded in the infection. And what starts to happen is you'll notice like, for example, if you eat food, you have a lot of undigested food in your stools. You don't poop two or three times a day. So uh, at times, parasites can be so impactful in the digestive tract that they actually block your digestive system from functioning normally. So if you're not seeing normal sized bowel movements, if you're not having two or three of them a day, I would say it's time just from that one base marker to look into parasite infections. Now, symptom ranges are extremely broad. So everything from allergies, hormone disruption and function, because if you have liver flukes, they're causing liver backup and gallbladder into the kidneys. And so cyclically, parasites can be a root cause of a cascade of things happening into your body. And if we're not addressing them, meaning, if we don't address those with, you know, getting rid of the root and we're just throwing functional medicine into it, a lot of times the parasites are not allowing us to absorb that to start to mitigate or increase our nutritional deficiencies and get on top of those things. And so one thing for me that I noticed is I always, my main symptom, one of just having terrible digestion pooping probably three, you know, maybe three times a week when I was younger and I was riddled with parasites and candida and I was so backed up and I was so, so sick. I had chronic sinusitis and chronic sinus issues. And so how is chronic sinusitis related to a parasite infection? Well, I love how Dr. Todd Watts explains it, that parasites poop. So they not only eat and rob you of nutrition, but they're pooping in you, as disgusting as it is. <laughs> so gross. I can't unsee so it. <laughs> this is going to be the grossest and, and funnest, most interesting podcast. So listeners, I hope you are thoroughly entertained by Lacey and I delving into this, you know, bowel-centric world of, of all this goodness. But their poop is an ammonia-based toxin. And that ammonia-based toxin, when released into the bloodstream, is treated like a histamine reaction. And so for me, and in all of the immunoglobulin reactions that your body can have, I had something called an SIGA reaction. So it would be in the saliva and mucosal lining from my mouth into my nose. And I would get, I was mucousy 24-7. Nothing I could take or do would ever prevent me from being mucousy. Not until I did parasite cleansing and got that source of that histamine reaction out of my body did my histamines start to clear up, meaning that ammonia-based toxicity was getting, I finally got a chance to get rid of it because the source of the parasite pooping in my blood was gone. And my nose finally, for the first time in my life at 30 years old, my nose is not mucousy anymore. And so... For listeners who are listening, you know, when you're doing something, when Lacey's walking you through like a GI map, and I'm sure she's hitting all your root causes and making sure that, you know, through testing, you get specifics, you know, you can start, if you will, from the gut outward is going to start to shift the whole body's terrain. And it's just going to make everything that you do moving forward more effective in the functional medicine space because you're basically starting from clearing the terrain and then putting in the nutrients we need. And sometimes we're doing that backwards. 
Exactly. And I, and it happened to me, parasites will harbor and cause you to not be able to get rid of fungal infections, candida, as well as heavy metals. Um, and they will hold you back from healing Hashimoto's, Lyme's disease, hold you back from healing from mold exposure. I know for me, the kicker to getting rid of my mold toxicity and getting rid of my candida was doing the parasite cleanse, doing the cell core parasite cleanse. So you guys, these parasites can significantly hold you back from healing from autoimmune diseases or other infections. Um, I wanted to pinpoint a couple other symptoms when it comes down to the parasitic infections. Now keep in mind, you will not always have a digestive symptom if you have a parasite. A lot of people think that you're always going to have a digestive symptom and that's not always the case. So I'm going to run through a couple of those. So a couple of the, of course, common symptoms with digestive related symptoms, we have abdominal pain, gas and bloating, nighttime abdominal cramping. This one's a huge kicker because parasites are disgusting and they like to not only flourish in the evenings, but they also like to flourish at the full moon. And they do come and go in two to three week cycles because that's how they live. They breed. They Not only do they breed and they lay eggs, but they also breed um, asexually. So parasites are gross. Um, constipation, diarrhea, food in your stool, those are all symptoms digestive-wise. And then you also can have, I know Michael mentioned, histamine intolerance, rashes, eczema, hives, unexplained anemia because parasites steal your iron. So low hemoglobin, low ferritin, low iron, um, random weight gain or weight loss, always being hungry, adrenal or hormonal imbalances, insomnia. Oh my gosh. I see this one with blastocytis hominis a lot, especially in women that have tried like everything under the sun and they're like, oh my God, I still can't sleep. And then we do a GI map and it's blastocytis hominis causing them to not be able to sleep or an amoeba. So that's another symptom. Anal itching. I hate saying that I've had this before, but I have and anal itching that is specifically worsening at night. That's mm -hmm. a huge parasitic infection symptom. And then we're also looking at things like internal vibrations, mental health disorders like anxiety or depression, brain fog, dizziness or weakness, um, multiple food intolerances, joint pain, muscle aches, chronic fatigue, and brain fog. Big kicker there. So is there any ones that I maybe missed here? That was the most comprehensive list I've heard. Thank you for that. I, we could delve into any one of those. I've, I've had experience, you know, not like, you know, I mean, similar to you with anal itching, but all kinds of things with that, with either me or my family or my friends that, you know, as we've gone through parasite detoxes have really cleared up and it's been like the answer uh, when everything else hasn't worked for years and years and years. And so, um, no, I think that list was, was perfect. So what's the worst symptom you would say of all the symptoms? What is your least favorite? <laughs> what is your least favorite? I mean, just because now I'm like a champion pooper, I would say that <laughs> my, my least favorite symptom is digestive disruption because when you don't know what proper digestion feels like, meaning in how your body is supposed to produce energy. And, and the thing is, is that they're all tied together. It's like, if you've ever been constipated, you have brain fog because you're not creating neurotransmitters and your liver's backed up. So your hormones are thrown off. There's really a huge kind of full circle thing that begins to happen where a lot of those symptoms are woven together. And so for me, it was like, you know, I, I, I would say just constipation or upset stomach that for me, creating brain fog and being aware of that was the worst symptom that I experienced because I just didn't feel like my energy and thinking and everything was to the way that it is now, which is like next freaking level. It was always impeded for years and years and years until I did the cell core detox until I was 30. And so I wish I had it when I was younger because you can start these when you're a lot younger. So how about you, Lacey? What, what was the worst one for you? Brain fog, hands down. I hate feeling like there's a gremlin sitting onto my brain and just dancing. That's what it feels like when you have brain fog. Like you're just like, what? I can't think. Like you, you don't even feel like yourself. So that was the absolute worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's like a million times harder plug for us. Cause I'm sure, you know, you and I with like entrepreneur brains and 
you know, we know like, you know, from like an intelligence standpoint and what we think about and, you know, helping clients or, or whatever the things that we're doing takes so much brain power in order to function that when that's off, it's like the biggest red light, you know? And so I'm so glad that you have got that clear with Cellcore. And it's, it's interesting to hear your, your perspective too, on how other infections you were able to get a hold of when the parasite linchpin was pulled out. Can we talk about the science behind the Cellcore products and also talk about other different herbal extracts or herbal components that are great for being anti-parasitic? Sure. So the one thing I love about Cellcore's parasite detox program, so I'll go back and if you listen to our first podcast, I get a lot into Cellcore's carbon technology. And so here's the the name of the game. When it comes to Cellcore's products at an intracellular level, they have the ability to create immune cell regulation through enhancing mitochondrial function, mobilizing immune cells through these polyanions and giving the cells a charge state where they are basically calm enough where your body's calmed down. You're in a parasympathetic tone through these adaptogenic, you know, carbon technology of all these minerals of humix and fulvic substances that when you go through the detoxification process, which I'll get in depth, you don't have what I've had in the past with other products, a big Herx reaction, um, a lot of downtime where you feel, you know, just really, really nauseated or extremely sick for long periods of time. I've done other cleanses when I was younger that just absolutely made me so sick because they missed the foundational perspective of having something to support the body as a whole as you target specific things like parasites. So in the cell core line, in the foundational protocol, step two is where you're going to address a lot of the parasites, bacterial co-infections, and that is utilizing our para products. So para one, para two, para three, and para one, mimosa pudica seed is a seed that kills parasites at all stages. Para two takes in Ayurvedic herbs that kill parasites and also freeze and paralyze eggs so that the parasites don't have the ability, like you said, asexually to reproduce in the body. And para three is a liquid tincture. I call it the triple treasure. It's wormwood, black walnut hold, and clove with humix and fulvix. And that is my number one anti-candida and systemic parasite detoxifier. So if you have things like liver flukes and things like that, and one of the, so if you do step two or phase two, that's where in their roadmap to health, you're really targeting those gut-based parasites. Now, the thing that I think you've done, Lacey, and that I've also done too, because I've already gone through the protocol, is utilizing the full moon kit. And the full moon kit is actually doing a very extensive para one, para two, para three with biotoxin binder during the full moon when parasites are most active. So like Lacey said before, with anal itching with like pinworms, for example, and if you've ever, anybody listening had kids with pinworms or if you've ever had them yourself, you may not have realized it, but during the full full moon is when they are the most active. So their parasites are active at night, but during the full moon, it's like a three to four fold increase of their activity in your digestive system. There's a, a tide pull from the moon that affects, you know, a lot of nature and parasites, including in it. And so when you do the full moon cleanse, you're taking higher dosages of each three para products, which target specific stages of killing parasites throughout the body in higher quantities to get rid of them quickly over, you know, maybe like a three to seven day period of time, depending on how you dose yourself out. And then once you're on the other side, there is such a difference. And Lacey, I would love to hear your experience because I, oh my I gosh. post on Instagram, but I, I want to get the juicy testimonial from you. <laughs> There's nothing that I've ever seen in the market really 
and I, y'all know I love Selcor and, you know, I will forever, but that targets specifically for the full moon. It's like an ingenious product line when it comes to detoxifying parasites. I've never, never experienced something like it. So yeah, Lacey, what was your experience? I'm, I'm really curious. Like did you did the full moon kit, correct? Yeah. So my first experience, I'm actually on it again. So I'm getting ready for the full moon coming up this next week. Mm. Uh, but my first experience, I did the baby dosage. So I did pair one, pair two, pair three. I did my two caps, my two caps and my 10 drops. And I passed liver flukes and little worms. And I was like, oh my God, I'm passing stuff like even at a baby dose. So that was crazy. Wow. And I saw a significant difference even with that. Like my brain fog, my candida was like going away and I was not seeing undigested food in my stool anymore. And just with a baby dose. And then I decided, okay, let me do the full, like, let me do the full moon, actual big, like the the big girl steps. So I did the six caps, the six caps and the 40 drops. Mm-hmm. And I actually passed a big, large one. On the full moon, and I will have PTSD until the day I die from pulling that out of my butthole. I will have PTSD. Uh, Like, I was like, oh my god, nope, 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 never want to do that again, ever again. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, world. You're knowing what's came, what's come out of me. (laughs) This is a very intimate podcast for sure. It is. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's incredible. I'm I'm right there with you. And and like I said, even on the first one we did, I passed, you know, uh, I mean, it was long. I mean, I had, you know, one eight inches. I had one nine inches. I had one that was 14 inches. I had a bunch of liver flukes. I mean, I was shocked because you and I were not like, you know, big people, if that makes sense. It's like, I think people maybe assume you have to be like, you know, of a bigger nature holding on to a big gut, but you, I, I would never suspect that I was so full of all of those when I had already felt somewhat healthy, quote unquote. And it's like, but it took the needle to the next level, just like what you're saying, where like my digestion's the best it's ever been. And it took that full moon experience for me to like push all of that out and get on the other side. And the one thing I like about it is it's concise. So it's, you know, even though it's a lot, it's, it, it's effective and it doesn't take a giant commitment for you to get a huge result from it. So that's fascinating. I'm so glad you're free Lacey and that you're, you know, feeling amazing. (laughs) Oh, so I want to say I did not test what came mm-hmm. out of me and I'm not sure because honestly I passed literally in the middle of the night and I wasn't going to play around with it. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it was mucoid plague or an actual parasite. I'm pretty dang sure it was mucoid plague. However, that being said, even if I pass mucoid plague, that's amazing that I passed mucoid plague. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to and why I say that is because we have with the mimosa pudica, a very sticky, sticky, sticky substance that basically attaches to your cell wall and the debris and the bacteria, and it helps to slim it out and eradicate it. So Uh that creates sticky, like net type, even like rope worm looking material that's called mucoid plague. Uh So can we talk a little bit about what mucoid plague does in the body and why it's important to get out, even if it's not a parasite? Yeah. So, I mean, really a long time ago with me, I, I, my introduction to that mucoiplex stuff was using, um, a fiber product, like, let's say like psyllium husk or something like that. And you would actually fast And my, my colon hydrotherapist had me do this, um, just as like another form of, of digestive cleansing when I was trying to, um, really help reset my digestive system and get my diabetes under order. Um, she would have you drink and go on a three day fast with all of this fiber and it would bulk so much in your intestine that it would actually start to slough off the mucosal lining of your intestine. So the mucosal lining is important one, cause it protects the digestive tract in the harsh environment that it is, meaning it's very, very acidic. It's meant to break down food and nutrients and absorb through. But what tends to happen is when we're consuming toxicity at a massive level, 
the displaced toxins, undigested food particles, parasites, uh, bacteria get displaced into the walls of the lining of our intestine. And what starts to happen is when, when the walls are overwhelmed, then we start to push it out into fat cells and we start to increase fat cells and fat toxicity hold on to all of those toxins, basically protecting your body. So really the, the roto-rooter start, if you will, when you start to snake out with mimosa pudica is that fibrous, sticky substance is going to start to sheathe away the old lining. So our body can renew that lining and make it fresh and new. But the problem is, is that we've never really gone through something as comprehensive enough with the fiber and killing off into the walls of the intestine so that parasites detach themselves. And that's why there, a lot of times when you look in the toilet and just, I'll throw this out there, I'll post a very disgusting picture on my Instagram and I'll tag you, Lacey. Great, um, great. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. <laughs> that I think is actually a perfect example because here's what starts to happen. And this is important to know. The mucoid plaque's going to come off the digestive wall as it's being scrubbed. When parasites detach, a lot of times they're wrapped in that plaque. So when you look in the toilet, you'll see this greenish brown substance. And that's your mucoid plaque lining. But I actually had my dad, and this is this is probably the grossest podcast I've ever done. It's the funnest thing I've ever talked about. <laughs> but my dad, um, he was a missionary all over the world. And he had severe brain fog as well. And he got on the full moon cleanse. He got on, and within about two weeks, he passed a 14-inch tapeworm now he actually had my stepmom like pull it out of him oh good god i know i know talk about a beautiful sweet marriage lord you know unbelievable but when you look at it it's extremely different than other pictures i've seen you can actually see the worm and then you can see the plaque out on the aligning of it and so i'm right there with you Lacey, where it's you're gonna you're gonna notice the lining coming off, which is if you've never done a cleanse, it's going to be a lot. And then you'll notice inside that greenish brown substance, you're going to notice little worms, bigger worms, because that lining is where they're living. And so, um, and then your body starts to renew it. So what's fascinating about me is, you know, I kind of cycle on a mimosa pudica seed, pair one, you know, but I did an experiment with myself where I did just para two and para three at high dosages, which don't have any stickiness to it. And I still pass worms. So it's not para three, I swear it's para three. Para three is this very much so the strongest and the most powerful. And it's the most universally, it's it's easier to use, I think, just because it's in a tincture form. So you can titrate dosing, you know, and a lot of my muscle testing docs out there say there's no better product that they've ever tried in all of their lines, which they have, you know, millions of lines in their, their offices for candida infections. They're like, it's the number one anti-candida, you know, supplement they've ever tried, which is so important in a terrain modification standpoint from the digestive tract to get that level down with the parasite infection down. So I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. This, I'm going to give you another little story. I like to wrap stories up in science because I think they help people, you know, kind of grasp what we're talking about to a whole other level. When I was younger, when I was like 14 or 15, I had ate myself into a type 2 diabetic. I had a Southern diet. Um, my, my mom and dad are from Louisiana, Mississippi. We ate butter, fried chicken, biscuits, like all of this stuff every day. We just ate you know, all this rich, you know, just disgusting food. And what started to happen to me was I just realized that the only thing I craved was sugar and animal fats and, and just massive quantities every day. Well, I saw this funk neuro chiropractor who started me on cleansing and he got me on different cleansing herbs, like wormwood, cloves, you know, black walnut holes, burdock root, and I had never tried this stuff ever in my life. I didn't even, you know, I just came into his office. He's like, try all this. 
So I'm doing these powders, I'm drinking these products and I'm working. And one day at work, I have, uh, it's like a brick in my gut. Someone punched me in the gut and I was actually going to reach for a donut that my boss had brought to work and eat it. When I ate, when I took the first bite of it, I got nauseous. I ran to the bathroom and like a ball from my stomach of candida, like the, it looked like if you've ever seen like lion's mane mushroom, all these stringy, like fungal looking things came out in a giant ball. And this basically, I say it was like a demon of like craving sugar went away the next day. So that's the power of your, of your digestive system. That's the power of introducing these high powered herbs to start to curve those cravings and those things. And I tell people all the time, your number one, you know, way of kind of kicking into the weight loss world is you've got to shift the terrain of your digestive system and let it not be such a burden on your body. And when you do, your cravings start to flip just naturally. So you don't have to think necessarily from a diet perspective. You have to think you've got to top load your body with enough nutrition and herbs to shift the terrain that you start producing a different subset of cravings rather than feeding infections that control your brain that control cravings. That's such a fascinating story. I absolutely love that. And I can definitely say that I have, as well as my other clients have, there are certain agents with these herbs that really do play a role with getting rid of that infection. And you cannot get rid of an infection just with diet and lifestyle. You have to have some sort of antimicrobial or pharmaceutical in order to get rid of them. them. I agree. Definitely. It's, it's a must. And so, um, yeah, this is, this is someone's ticket out there who's listening, who's, you know, probably dealing with a lot of things because a lot of people will ask um, my Dr. Von Watts, who is Todd's brother, he presented a case study when we first started at Cellcor showing that a lot of his patients who had, you know, extreme addictive cravings, I'm talking like, you know, drank six beers a night or these, these habits, because we get into the habit of feeding infections and allergic reactions because we don't know what our body can be free of and how we can feel. So we tend to just live in that toxic mindset and lifestyle and have never really shifted it. And so he showed after going through the foundational protocol, his patients were shifting what they were eating and drinking without giving them dietary advice because he'd have them just write it down. So instead of six beers a night, it was one glass of wine because they just felt like it wasn't doing their digestive system any good. So I find it fascinating that, you know, you as a practitioner, Lacey, and, you know, when you're, you're dealing with clients, I'm sure you have experienced that sway when you're trying to get them onto, you know, maybe different concepts of healthy eating and different things. This is like an expedited way of getting you there because you're going to stop having those infections cry out for what they crave. And it actually makes the mental decision to become healthier easier. Yeah. And I would say there are a, a lot of different products I also like and I use a lot of more products in my practice for getting rid of other infections. I know I talked about H. pylori and what I use, but when it comes down to parasites, there's a lot of other products too. I mean, sweet oh, yeah. wormwood, yep. olive leaf, black mm-hmm. walnut, berberine, artemisian, Ali Ultra, which is a concentrated form of garlic. There's a lot of different things that you could do. And I do want to say, I do prefer testing. So please don't go out and just like do a parasite cleanse on your own. I do prefer testing because you can actually attack the specific parasite with a specific antimicrobial or pharmaceutical if you want to go down that route. So do know, you know, there are specifics many times, but these are great overall products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I'm right there with you. There's, there's so much in our arsenal that's created um, from so many amazing companies that, are targeted specific and actually have different, you know, functions within the body to address infection. So yeah, I'm just going to reinforce what Lacey said, find someone like Lacey who can 
test you because that is something that's extremely important to me too is being specific in this world and not shooting in the dark and so i just want to reinforce that because you know you want to have an intelligent way of walking through this so that you're overcoming you know um specific things and not just targeting everything so broadly so but the hard part and i'm glad you agree is that Parasite testing is so much in its infancy still and still has flaws because parasites can lie up in biofilms, which is like a sticky net in your intestines, and they hide there. And unless you're breaking through that biofilm, they're not going to show up on the test. So Mm. it's so hard to catch them sometimes. It's extremely hard. And so there are products, um, a lot of, you know, Jay and Todd, they were talking about how uh, CT minerals, hydroxygen, I know in, in my past, outside of those two products, things like ozone therapy. So I used to get um, ozone IVs when I was going through my basically extreme form of detoxing with a functional medicine doctor walking me through it. I did diflucan injections. I did different things because I had to have enough. The the thing about testing is, is once you break up those biofilms, a lot of times that's what starts to release that DNA or that bloodstream, you know, fragment that can be picked up on the test. And so sometimes when you start this, um, a lot of my practitioners would say that they would run a test and nothing would show up. But once they got, let's say maybe, you know, two months into cleansing, they would retest and all these parasite infections, bacteria infections would show up. And it brought to light because you actually broke the biofilms you broke up all of that, releasing it into the body so you could get a clearer picture. And then they were able to modify from there. And so testing is just a tricky game because it's it's very similar to like, you know, heavy metal testing. You have to evoke it, you know, in order to really see a clear picture of the metal analysis in your body. And a non-evoked is not as accurate. And so in this process you know, working with someone like Lacey, you know, even if you get started, just make sure you're under the guise of someone intelligent. Um, That way that even as you walk through symptoms or different things, you have someone to reference for titration of dosages. And then, you know, that way you're, you, you can ease through it. So what I see a lot of people do is they'll, they'll buy a kit or they'll buy something and they'll, you know, overdose on it or take too much. They'll take it incorrectly They don't follow the instructions the right way. So really that guidance is key. So I I just want to reinforce guidance because I think it's so important when we delve into this that a lot of people are going to the grocery store or different places and they're just buying random things and it's not as effective because it's not guided correctly. Sure. Uh, Lisa, I will tell you, I heard that question minutely, but your mic, I think, cut out again. It loves cutting out. Oh, there you go. But How was, can we uh, avoid parasites? Okay, got you. Um, so here's how we can avoid them. And I've, like, become very much, um, I'm trying to get away from eating out a lot, <laughs> myself personally. Um, so here's the deal. Get Wash your fruits and vegetables. That sounds like very, you know, kind of whatever, but wash your fruits and vegetables, get, you know, some form of fit wash or, you know, a high or low alkaline water or low pH water, wash and cleanse the things that you're going to consume in your body. Um, Make sure your pets go through a deworming process. So I know a lot of people have their pets, including your precious pup, Lacey, Um, just making sure that they can go through a worm protocol as well. And that'll help mitigate you reinfecting yourself from your pet. So washing your fruits and vegetables, you know, cooking your meat fully. It's just, you know, the the more you cook it, the less of a chance you will, you know, contract something. And I will say this, less pork. Pork is such a harbor of parasites. And I'll actually tag a video too. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Lacey, but have you ever seen someone pour a can of Coke over pork, raw pork? No, I don't think I want to know. Well, I'll just, I'll give all the listeners a little taste of it. My, one of my practitioner friends 
you know, just wanted to demonstrate how loaded meat can be. Pouring a can of Coke over raw pork and worms would burrow out of the pork and onto the top of the Coke. And literally where it's like a gasp reaction. So I would say this, mitigating pork and fish, like raw fish, and from like a sushi perspective, that's going to lower it. Um, and I know this is very simple, washing your hands, <laughs> you know, um, it, I, and I, I, this is funny, but my, my stepmom told me this and made me laugh so hard, but she, before she would marry my dad, wanted him to do a parasite cleanse because she had done one. So get your, par- your partner out there to join you on this journey with someone like Lacey, like, you know, make sure that they're clean and you're clean because the more you share food and drinks and, you know, life in general, the more you're, you know, bacterially and parasite becoming one. And so, um, you know, doing those cleanses together or your whole family, making sure you, you know, cleanse together. Hygiene is extremely important. Cleaning under your fingernails, clean, you know, washing thoroughly, you know, there's, I know it sounds extremely basic, but it's very, very key to living a life where you're going to reduce the amount of infection that you're, you know, giving to yourself on a daily basis. So important. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And we also, you know, please, you mentioned sushi, avoid raw meat. If you possibly can salad bars. Oh my God. My, my poor coach Anya would get on to me and she still gets on to me. I tend to get food poisoning from salad bars all the time. So salad bars, Bagged salads, those can be a demon. Make sure to please wash your fruits and vegetables very, very well. Um, and use a soak of vinegar. You know, soak it in vinegar for 20 yeah. minutes before wa- for before using it. Or make sure you're cooking it. And that will help. You'll, you mentioned washing your hands, fingernails. Thank goodness, because a lot of people forget to get up under there. So that's really important. Um, Also making sure that you are filtering your water because tap water does not kill all parasites and neither do Brita filters. So a good Berkey filter or reverse osmosis system can be extremely helpful. Agreed. And another thing too, so through the feet, a lot of parasite infections come through. So um, I know earthing and grounding are a revolution in the health world. Um, get a product that you can use at home, like a mat or something. The less you're outside on the dirt and in the earth with your feet, the less you're going to infect through your feet. There's a practitioner before I knew anything of the cell core world. That was my introduction to the parasite cleansing world. Her name was Holda Clark. And she's written a lot of books and materials and goes really in depth into the hygienic way of living And a huge part of it was keeping your feet protected and also washing your feet, which I think is powerful biblically, but also just in general, keeping your feet clean. They're like an entryway into the body. And because parasites are, you know, microscopic and opportunistic, they're looking for hosts and they're actively, you know, so just be cognizant of that when you're outside in an environment with your shoes off. I give people mad props because I, I don't know, I have this weird thing where I feel like I'm going to step on like dog poop or deer poop or Mm. rat poop or something when I'm outside. So I give people mad props for putting their feet on the bare ground. I'll do that in the sand, but (laughs) grass and I'm, I'm second guessing life. (laughs) There you go. I got you. It's just, it's something that I would never think about. I read that book and I was like, what? And it's like, that's, you know, in a lot of third world countries where they can't afford shoes there's a lot of very serious parasite infections that come from being barefoot. And so um, that's why I like, in the, even in the beginning of the podcast, list, you're talking about when you're swimming in lakes or, you know, the potential of dirty water, um, those things entering into the body in any opening that we have. And so, um, you know, just, just be safe, be cognizant out there, especially if you have kids, um, you know, be extra mindful of them when they're in those environments because, they tend to hate shoes and walk barefoot all the time. But a lot of times I see ki- kids with loaded with parasite infections. And so find sweet Lacey to help you with that too, because the earlier you get them and the more you set their digestive up, the more their neurotransmitters, their little bodies will 
grow and be a lot healthier with that less burden on them and they'll be able to heal quicker well thank you for your support i greatly appreciate that you're so welcome for sure yeah this was the so, worm podcast i think I think our listeners, my listeners, I should say, are you need your own podcast. Okay. They probably are going to have PTSD from this in their second guessing life. But, you know, you guys, parasites are just part of life and they're part of the environment. And God created parasites for a reason, too, right? Yep. Very true. I'm going to have a conversation with him about that. Okay. There you go. I I, I usually say jokingly, I'm like, if you want to go through deliverance to get them demons out of you, you know that are plaguing your life and trying to, to alter your decisions. This is just like a, a physical way to something that happens spiritually. So I think, you know, the whole cleansing process is very spiritual in nature because it starts to reset the cravings and it goes back to biblical principles that when we're eating the word and good news and thinking upon the things of the Lord, that's what creates the environment for us to express Christ. And when we consume the things that are Satan-derived and demonic and bad for you, that's the suppression of our healthy expression. And so this whole talk that we've had, I think, is also just a physical manifestation to something that is very spiritual. And that I hope that invokes you to think about that when you go through it um, and start to shift you know, ourselves over to even consuming things that are more, you know, beneficial for our mind and our body and our spirit. Now, I wanted to ask you, with this day and age, with everything being thrown at us, you know, all the negativity, how do you stay harbored in Christ? Three main things. (laughs) Um, Read your word every day. So Christ is the word. Um, a revelation he gave my brother that changed my life was he said, how will you know me unless you know my word? And the word is alive and active according to Hebrews 4.12. It's going to pierce into you and begin to expose where you need more of Christ. Pray and meditate every day. I think it's something that is something that maybe you pray when you're in church or you pray before you eat but meditation and prayer is a way of life. Prayer should be like a disposition that you have a conversation with God concerning your life. And it should be as easy as you're listening to this podcast or Lacey and I are talking to each other. You should have that same access through Christ to the Father. So every day pray and meditate. And for me, cutting off the world is how I stay on it. So cut off the radio, cut off the TV, cut off YouTube, cut off the things that distract us, that we tend to consume unconsciously and start to reconnect to other people and to the Lord and enjoy Christ and someone else. And I know it's, it's almost like Satan's agenda with the pandemic to keep everybody isolated and talking and looking and, but I learn more, grow more and experience more of Christ through his people like you, Lacey, um, than I do consuming constant materials made to distract me from life. So I hope that helps everybody out there in, in the podcast world. Lacey, what do you do? I'm curious. What, what's, your, what's your principles of daily life? I love that so much. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely honest. I have been sucking recently at mm. putting away the distractions because – I've had so much to do with my book, plus supplements I'm launching, plus my own clients. And it's been really hard because I feel like I've been missing that part of my life that I need time with him. So, you know, there are aspects of faith. We're not always going to be perfect, but what I try and do is I do try and have my time with him. And that's always my nighttime prayer. But I try and I always feel my best when I do have time with him in the written word and not only just reading, but applying it to my life and not necessarily journaling. I'm a big fan of journaling, but sitting in there and trying to figure out like, hey, how does this message, how does this reading apply to my life? But also, how does it apply to the lives of other people and how can I apply it to make a difference 
in other people's lives. So that's what I try and do. And I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of podcasts. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, prayer worship and music, but I would say my biggest, the, the most important thing is time in the word. I 100% agree with that. Amen. Yeah, I agree. I'm, yeah, I love that too. I'm a, I'm a musician too. So it's like it, it, my distraction sometimes is to get lost in music and silence or reading or that intention is so powerful to me. That because, silence. I'm so glad you mentioned uh, that. That's when we hear him. Yeah. Amen. It cuts it all off. I went into a float spot. Lacey, I don't know if you've ever done a float spot before where you go into like a saltwater pod and it's totally pitch black and it's completely silent. But it's like it was such a um, stimuli turnoff where I could get more in tune with the Lord and in that extreme quiet environment. And I think it's something very, very rare in our life to have things cut off and for things to be quiet. And so um, quiet or silence is the most powerful note in music. You wouldn't hear anything else if the musician didn't stop. And so um, it's something I crave more now in my life, uh, especially the older I get, is the peace that comes from it is unlike anything else in the world. I love that. So you guys, now your homework after this podcast is to wash your hands and wash your your brains of the stories we've told you, but also, you know, wash away the world's negativity and go spend some time with yourself and with Jesus if you're a fellow Jesus lover. Yeah. Amen. Love that. Love it. Well, thank you so much today for your time as always. It's always such an amazing pleasure to get to speak with you. Can you tell my listeners again where they can find you and follow you and reach you? Sure. So yeah, um, on my Instagram is the music doctor and that's M-U-S-I-C-K doctor. Um, you can follow me there. You can send me DMs, ask me questions. Um, just reach out to me through there and I'm, I'll be happy to, to help support you guys along your your healing journey, your faith journey, or just anything. I know last time I did this, I see your followers were just the sweetest people to me. And I was able to ask questions or answer questions and, you know, just kind of help support you and what you do with faith and fit and your whole practice. And so um, that's really my heart in, in this community is that we network and support each other so that you guys thrive and are of your best self um, out there in the world. So I appreciate you, Lacey. You're the best freaking host. I love this. I love being on. It's so much fun. So yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank you. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review. That way this podcast can grow and reach more people. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a blessed day and we shall see each other soon.